Hello and welcome to Bro Partisan Hacks, where we discuss politics, culture, or whatever else we feel like. Hope you enjoy this short clip from the full episode. Uh, very first episode of Bro Partisan Hacks. Um, bro Partisan, meaning uh, I and my brother Rob. My name is Reese. Um, are on opposite ends of the political spectrum. Me, I am a, um, I guess again, would classify myself as a sock dem, um, probably borderline bread pilled, uh, <laughs> if uh, if are compelling enough arguments. Um, but you know, social safety nets. Um, Certain, certain. I believe that certain needs uh, of of the society should be taken care of, and we should take care of each other. Um, because, I mean, yes, I believe in a free market, but at the same time, a heart is not the same thing as an iPad. You can go without an iPad. You can make that choice. You can't make the choice to not have a heart. So, we can we can get into all that later. But that kind of uh, introduces me to the to the crowd here go ahead <laughs> i am not a social democrat uh i'm about as far right away from that as you could get without being uh well i guess off the edge <laughs> um let's see i again i am conservative conservative values i take a lot of um stances on the uh the same principles pretty much the opposite of what my brother just said uh not so much so that like hey we don't need to do this more of the different priorities and how to go about taking care of people and doing things so in in that regard it's um less libertarian and more of the uh more of the uh, social responsibility, personal responsibility. What are you going to do? As uh, <laughs> I guess, as the classical liberal JFK said, as uh, that's not what you can do for. <laughs> as he rolls his eyes at me. JFK wanted Medicare for all. I'm sorry. JFK wanted Medicare for all. Universal health care. Didn't get it done. Yeah, anyway. he got murdered. <laughs> he got shot. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, so I'm definitely not on that thing and um, not on uh, my brother's side. And one of the things that we talked about doing, because we we argue and we discuss politics and world, world events uh, – to a rather large extent, we figured, why not at least put something out there to show that you can disagree with someone vociferously and very energetically and still come off not hating the person. We've argued for years. We still like each other. And I feel like that's a lot of what's missing in today's society. Um, being able to do that, disagree, get mad about it, but also not end up hating the person. <laughs> Right. You know, I agree. There's a lot of people that I see on Facebook that that unfollow, they unfriend, they don't speak again. Um, you know, we both live here in Texas. And so, of course, I'm, you know, one of the very few uh, vocal liberals or vocal um, socialists out here, at least among my friend group. Um, so, uh, and, and luckily, I mean, there are some people that have unfollowed me. There are some people that have unfriended me, um, because I am not shy about how I feel. And I, I, I got into an argument the other day with, uh, with one of my friend's wives, she hopped onto a thread and like personally insulted me. And I was like, look, I, you know, we can have a conversation. There's no reason to personally attack um but i will say that one of the things that i think makes you and i uh unique is that we do know each other so well and i think that 
uh, you know, that enhances the argument. You know what I mean? Well, it's it's also enhances the arguments, and we know which buttons to push on each other and which ones to not. True. So that's true. You get to the you get to the points that it's like. I think I I got you mad enough one time where your wife texted me and said, "Quit making me scream or <laughs> yell at him, whatever it was." <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely a time where I was just messing with you. <laughs> Probably. But it was fun. I think you were messing with me the other day, or something. I don't like arbitrary. Oh, it was over the. You were arbitrarily arguing with me over the Candace Owens shit. Oh, yeah, bro, I just didn't care. Yeah, I don't care. Like I said, I'd, I'd followed her early career, and I don't really care for Charlie Kirk very much. So when she went to work it, for him, and then they started sounding exactly the same, I just I, I didn't care anymore. He's a bit of a grifter. Oh, oh I'll side with you on that. Um... So, so I don't know. I don't think I did a very good job of explaining kind of what my personal feelings about like politics and the world in general. Um, well, we can kind of get into that. Um, you know, let's let's start with this because I, I something that I saw today that kind of triggered me, <laughs> so to speak, um, and it has to do with so. like. <laughs> Right. Um, it has to do with um, unity. So, you know, all now everybody wants to talk about is like, um, you know, now that Trump's out of office, blah, 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 blah. Um, hold on. That was a great question. While he's looking that up. <laughs> <laughs> what do you uh so you, oh go ahead, you found it. Alright. Oh no, I haven't. Um, okay, so it says Republicans call for unity, but won't acknowledge Biden fairly won. So it's a Washington Post article, um, uh, which is probably behind a paywall that I am not interested in paying. Yep, there it is. Okay. Uh <laughs> Uh, you know, you get one a, a month or something, and I had already looked at it, so now it's done. Um, I think Democrats would be naive and gullible to extend any kind of olive branch to any Republican ever in the history of ever. Um, that's all they've done, and that's why America is a right-wing fucking theocracy, um, because Every time, every single time the left capitulates, every time, without fail, and the right never, never gives. And I think it's a mistake. You have the House, you have the Senate, you have the presidency, go balls to the wall. There's no reason to, there's no reason to try to unify or be less divisive. All we've gotten is divisive. Obamacare is about as milk toast a policy that you can never get. Um, and it was called socialist and they fought it vociferously and they went after it. There's no, there's just no reason to try and, and say, Hey, let's be friends now. Fuck them. That's all I have to say. Uh, I mean, they, they potentially could do that right now as far as they're like, taking the power but the problem is is that i don't think your democratic party has the backbone to actually go through with any of it no they don't no they don't and i don't i don't think they have the uh political capital to do so either right now um i mean the fact of the matter is regardless i can't say about you know for trump but for the house side of it um they lost a bunch of seats and Mm -hmm. it is it is possible and potentially likely that you're going to have like the Democrats of say like Joe Manchin or some of those more 
middle-of-the-road Democrats that aren't going to go in all, all on board with the policies of what you're just suggesting of saying, like, hey, we need to go balls to the wall. Your own party's not behind you in that. You're, well, you're the, the, the fact is, is that I know you don't like the Democrats, <laughs> but well, that's another thing that pisses me off um, is when I see all over the place that Biden is a socialist and it's the end of the world and Biden's going to bring the fourth the socialist agenda and America as we know it is over. Um, no, no, the fuck he's not. He's, he's just not. <laughs> Um, no, I don't like. <laughs> that's, I, I think that's a, a good point. Is that like, <laughs> like if if, if they had put in say like Sanders or Warren or anybody else? No, I'm thinking no, not not like because I think Buttigieg is kind of in the same vein as as Biden was or is Buttigieg was in the same vein as Biden where he is. He's not really controlled by himself, right? Like he has well, most of tell him what to do and how to do the things, and that I gotta give. I mean, I think Warren has her buddies in the establishment, you know, the money and the the rich people and everything. But at least she was kind of like pushing a lot of those like super progressive programs, like you're talking about. The I think she got played. Yeah, she got played. You know, she because she has a lot. You're right. She has a lot of progressive plans, and I like a lot of her plans. Um, she made a lot of missteps in the primary process, and she got played by I don't know who, but somebody behind the scenes. She made a lot of terrible decisions in her uh, in her bid for presidency. Um, and that was one of the things that pushed Biden to the front was that she she either got a call and we're going to do something for you or the people behind her helping her make decisions were just stupid or I think the thing that hurt hurt Warren the most was the video of the guy who went up and asked her said hey you want to forgive all the debt what about me I did the right things I did the things that needed to be done to get my kids through college being debt free. I saved all this money, and you're going to make a chump out of me. And you're laughing in my face. And it pissed off a lot of people. I know I was mad about it. Because it's just like you're you're literally laughing in the face of the people who did the right thing to put their kids through college to make sure that everyone else who didn't or couldn't, which sucks, but you're making chumps out of the people who did. And nobody likes being a chump on that shit. Right. So because because a thing is bad and you were able to overcome it, it should stay bad. It should just, it should not, just continue on because you, because you weren't able to, or yeah, but that's, that's essentially the same because it's bad. And I, and I went through it. Everybody else should continue to go through it. But that's not what I'm saying. But that's so what, that's not the point at all. That's not the point at it all. Is the because point. the point would be, how, how is that? How, how are you just rewarding true? people who didn't, and punishing those who did. That's essentially what How is doing. it a punishment? How is it a punishment? I mean, I, I would like $50,000 or whatever it was of my college bill back because I don't carry this debt around with me. So you're, you're absolving money that people carry with them, right? So say you got $12,000 in debt. Do I not? I'm not eligible for that $12,000 to go and invest in whatever I want to do. They failed in their investment. If you're carrying around that much debt, or you got screwed because you did something not exactly right. You don't have to go to college, but you accepted this $12,000 debt to go into college for the plan to make more money, right? So the people who didn't come out with that debt, they're just, they're just out the $12,000 that they apparently didn't even need to spend in the first place. They could just have been in debt. So there's no like, there's you know, you're talking about carrot and stick. You have no... Nothing to, like, make these people who went through it that way want to help out. There, there's a huge inequity here. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. So you're saying that if you just wipe out the debt, right, which is held by the U.S. government anyway. And they're never going to do. Right. But let's just say. <laughs> let's just say let's they just did. Say. It's held by the U.S. government. And they just say, you know what? Forget it. Right? 
that's you're saying that's giving them however much money. So you're saying going forward, there's there's no scenario where it wouldn't be inequitable to just wipe that out. Correct. I think the things you could do would be like freeze it or, you know, you freeze the debt, you stop the, the government ownership of it, you kick it back to like private private banks and, and people who were be a little bit more responsible with handing out money like that. Um, and I think that's a big part of it is the government backed loans are they're guaranteed. So it's going to get paid. There's no bankruptcy that you can never get rid of this debt. And is it going to get paid? But those big companies, so those big banks who take that would have less liabilities in it and be able to take the tax write-off or whatever the, the loss, the hit that, that hospitals already do. It would be something similar to that where they, this person can't pay their bill. Well, the hospital writes it off and passes it off to something else. And then you, you, know, you end up with this big bubble, but it's controlled. It's not this ever-inflating government-owned debt bubble that just exists. Right. So that's 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 a little bit different because even then it like let's say let's say you have forty thousand dollars in debt and it's not guaranteed by the government, right? So let's say then so you pass that off to the banks. The banks now hold that forty thousand dollars worth of debt. They'll say they bought it. Let's say they bought it for ten thousand dollars, right? So dollars on the you know, cents on the dollar. They bought a forty thousand dollar debt for ten thousand dollars. And they don't collect. Now those banks are out ten thousand dollars. Cause now, cause I'm gonna be honest with you, you pass that debt off to a bank, I'm gonna be like, fuck that bank, I can wait seven years. You broke up a little bit, you make what? I lost you after <laughs> fuck that bank. <laughs> I said I can wait seven years. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh what I was thinking though I mean the idea is that so the now existing the banks... debt would be frozen you, you, you cut off the interest and you say alright we gotta pay off the down payment on this and the government just owns all this debt and mm -hmm. so that becomes it's one thing and it would be for any new loans new um, you know college funds, education funds so the existing debt would, would stay created by this the banks, and then new debts, or whatever cutoff date you say, say 2025 or whatever, you know, all debts after that moving forward have to go to this new program. And that, I think, could be, could be privatized. You could do different things with that. It could go back to the way it was back in maybe 1995. I don't know what they were doing back then, but college was a hell of a lot less expensive then than it was now. Um, so, rather than just say, hey, we forgive yeah. all your debt, ta-da! Like, you can't just do that because, hey, it's 40% of the United States, like, revenue or whatever their, their ridiculous number of, they actually collect that debt as an asset to the United States government, even though, like, 35% of the people just aren't paying it. Yeah. So, I don't know, I just... Different things. I understand what you're saying. I understand. I, I, I just think that, again, going forward, for for somebody to say, well, it was bad for me, therefore it should be bad for everyone else, um, and everyone else can go fuck themselves. I think that's that's ridiculous. Um. It's fair, and I will I will 100% agree that it's definitely something that, that should be dealt with. But but I guess the, the the problem that I have with a lot of those policies, and and as your initial statement said, is like we can just wave a magic wand and get rid of this. I don't I, I just don't think the world works that way, and I think it's a little a lot more complicated than that. There's better ways to do things and just say no more debt. Hmm. Yeah. Oof. Government just says okay. You know, it's it's like the 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 printing of the money, right? Oh, we're have problems. We're we're short on funds. Let's just print a few more trillion dollars. I'm sure this will have no negative consequences. 
Right. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's been proven that the way out of recession is to spend money. Oh, no, yeah, no, no disagreement it's here. Just it's just a rough way. It just makes me cringe. I can pull this up right here, oh, right over your face. Uh, this is the Republicans call for unity. Now is the time for healing. Um, I mean, this is kind of what you were, you were talking about and how I can tell you with no uncertain, you know, that the people on the right side of the internet are also in the go, <laughs> the go fuck yourself mood. Um, <laughs> I mean, just straight up, um. It's uh, it's definitely one of those things that uh, again I had to be careful. People feel a certain way about certain things, and uh, you know the idea that everything's just going to be hunky dory moving forward, and it's back to business as usual, and you know it's going to be the Republicans and the Democrats moving forward for the next hundred years and the next you know. God, what are we coming up on the 250th whatever anniversary here in a few years yeah yeah um mm -hmm. no i don't think so i think i think uh donald trump has crippled the republican party as such as it were and i think there's a lot of people say in like mitch mcconnell's district that you know they've they've been voting for this guy for years but um, decades even uh, hmm. but I think that you know again I think that we'll both agree on the whole like term limit thing we don't need to go into that but the idea that the establishment Republicans and Democrats can continue to survive as business as usual in the future I think is a wishful thinking pipe dream um, you got people on the left, and you know I, I don't agree with Mr. Junger of the Young Turks uh, basically on anything, but he did get something right where he says there's basically three different Americas. There's the, the, the populist left, the populist right, and the establishment. And that's what I think a lot of people miss is that the, the Lindsey Grahams, the Pelosi's, the Schumer's, the McConnell's, they're all on the same side. It's all quid, you know, status quo, business as usual. We're just going to keep getting reelected and keep going over the same movements and, and just, just throwing the crumbs to the people. And I think that's why a lot of people who supported Bernie back in 2016 or 2015, 2016 in the Democratic primary, like 10 million people jumped ship after he lost the election or the nomination went and voted for Donald Trump because mm -hmm. because it wasn't about left or right it was about burning down the establishment right and and I'll be honest I was one of them <laughs> so to I guess to, to to go off of that um I I was this year um, or 2020 last year, I guess, um, when, when, uh, when Bernie lost and it was like crazy things happened out of the blue to make sure that Biden would win and, you know, just a weird confluence of events. And I don't know, it was, it, you remember, it, it kind of got pushed away and nobody really talked about it since then because of the pandemic and all the other shit that went, went down. Um, but like it was, I was to the point where I was like, I'm not going to vote because there was no way that I was going to vote for Trump. And then there's no way that I was going to vote for Biden because I hate Joe Biden. Um, but then the, the, the pandemic happened. Um, and I just felt there was a incredible lack of leadership. And I think we talked about this, you know, we may have calls. talked about it. I don't yeah, know. We've talked about it a couple of times. So please. But, but I felt like there was just like, it wasn't such an opportunity for Donald Trump to 
solidify his presidency. And he fumbled the ball. Like, because really, you know, at, at the point before this, you know, I probably, you know, couldn't have cared less if he'd have stayed president. You know, the country was rolling along. Everything was, we were all kind of making it, you know, like, um, you know, you had pretty good economic numbers. Um, Now, whether that was because of Trump or just the coming out of 2008, who cares? Um, But, you know, no, I didn't like Trump, but also I I didn't think Biden was going to do what was right for the country. But then with the, like I said, incredible lack of leadership, I felt like, all right, we, we got to get this fucking guy out of there. Um, and so I, I bit the bullet and voted for Biden against every fiber of my being telling me not to, but it was just, you know, and then, and then, you know, our RGB dies and or RBG and, uh, yeah, and they rushed in another uh, fucking super conservative, which was like, holy crap. You know, now it's a, what, 6-3 Supreme Court? Mm, if you... It's just... Yeah, I feel like with, uh, with the recent court cases, there might be some, uh, some disagreement on that. As far as the uh, the placement of where they fall along that that spectrum, if you recall, it was two of the older ones that actually wanted to hear the the Texas thing. None of them. Yeah. Guys. Which is strange. Um, um, I, <laughs> I mean, I'm just. <laughs> putting it out there is like it's a I don't know if it's quite as cut and dry necessarily as uh, as what you're saying uh, no doubt they rushed somebody in but uh... <laughs> I, you know and you can say what you want about about the election and honestly I've, I've heard it um, you know I've heard it. and uh, but you know there are members of the Supreme Court that want to rethink gay marriage. There are members of the Supreme Court that want to uh, those are the things that concern me more so than the the election, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, I'm a, I'm a a Bernie voter. I, I know what these people are capable of. So, you know, yeah, I'm sorry it happened to your guy. <laughs> <laughs> what are the uh, what are the odds that uh, the Supreme Court gets packed? You know, I think they should. Honestly, I don't. I don't know why not. Why wouldn't you? Um, but uh, that it actually happens. So I don't think it's going to happen. I don't either. I don't either. I, I, <laughs> the reason I say that is because of unless unless there's a quickly ratified constitutional amendment that says we're going to have this many, uh, if they pack it, then it's just going to keep getting, like, I don't know, like, that. that's the old thing when it went from, like, three to five to five to nine and everything. They settled on nine back in the... When was that? Back in the 1800s, really, wasn't it? I don't know. Yeah, I can look it up. But they settled on nine at some point, and uh, and then you know basically decided that was a good number. Let's see. When did it become nine justices? It's eight, 1869. Yeah. So I was thinking it had been quite a long time. Oh, man. 
visitor. Well, let's keep going. Yeah. We've got New topic. Your topic. 32 minutes recorded right now. Well, I liked your question here, and I think we should talk about it. Um, where you mentioned, you asked me a question of, what were the five, five policies you would work to enact if you got elected? So what are the five most important policies? You know, you've got... And I think this is especially important because you, now the Democrat, your 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 party, your side, the left, not your party. You've got to got to keep quit doing that. But you got the, the presidency, the House, and the Senate. What do you want to see him do? What are the top five? Well, um, I think my top five. I wrote them down. Uh, I'm scrolling I don't back. think I copied that. Though I probably should have. <laughs> it's a, it was a while back. Um, I mean, obviously, Medicare for all, number one. Um, like, I think that, especially during the, the freaking pandemic, that like, there's, there's, I found it. And <laughs> that, is, that is number one. Um, and, you know, we talked about the $15 an hour minimum wage, and I think, um, I think I may be on board with with the with a tax plan um, to incentivize higher wages, um, rather than forcing it and just waving your wand. <laughs> right, right, and you know, and I've I've put some thought into it, and realistically, like let's let's think about it. The the gas station owner in rural Kentucky doesn't make enough money um, to to pay $15 an hour. Um, you know, it, it's just it's just not feasible for that person. Uh, now, there are, there are going to be some tax changes um soon like let's just i mean they they like to throw out the arbitrary number of anybody making over four hundred thousand dollars a year um which is what twenty percent of the country um but there there are like I said, there are going to be some tax changes. And, you know, even if my taxes went up 40%, like they go up 40%, not up to 40%, but they raise 40% from what they are now. The the difference in that to me almost is negligible, if I'm being honest. I'm a teacher. I don't make that much freaking money. Um, a 40% increase would equate to about three to $400 uh, a year. So, you know... For most people in America, because what's the what's most people make up under forty grand, like most of us. Um, so the rise in taxes is not really going to affect us. But I think, I think if you take you know some of these bigger corporations, <laughs> these bigger businesses, um, you you give them a tax incentive to pay better. I think you can raise the minimum wage. Number three. Uh, free college tuition. Um, honestly, Elizabeth Warren's plan for this is probably the best one. Um, the the trade tax that she had put together um, was a pretty good deal. Uh, Glass-Steagall, I think we're in agreement on that one, reinstitute Glass-Steagall. And then end all the wars, every war. Bring everybody home. 100%. Period. The end. Which, you know, end all the wars is basically like, let's let's get our fingers, let's end American imperialism. You know, there's a lot of people that are like worried about China because China is becoming the new econ Hold on. Uh, economic empire. Hold on that. Hold on. And, uh, go ahead. Okay. Okay, you said okay. China's becoming the new economic empire. Right. So a lot of people are really concerned about China. And I'm like, because they're taking over our, our empire, 
across the world. Like, I I just don't. I mean, I realize that we're in a world economy or whatever, but like, I don't see. I don't see what the F that has to do with me. What happens? You know? Put that in perspective. So, what happens if the United States dollar stops being the world currency? I think we've talked about this. And I think this has a lot to do with with Chinese uh, supremacy and and kind of their goals of what we know about... um, kind of on the world stage and it goes back to the petrodollar and the price of oil being tied to the u.s dollar right i mean regardless of what anybody thinks that's why muammar Gaddafi was essentially executed right he was trying to create a currency a gold-backed currency to trade oil in in the middle east and, and so yeah. in doing that, he challenged the petrodollar. So you want to talk about what, what constitutes a threat to the United States, like countries that have the power and the ability to do that? Now, he didn't really have power, but he had a lot of gold. And he had a lot of influence in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Um, China's got the power, and China has the military forces to back it up. And, and the idea that they are going to be a neutral or non-aggressive entity in the near future, I, I, I don't think that's the case. I mean, they've shown themselves not to be, repeatedly. Mm-hmm. And, and their, you know, extreme aggression, you know, basically saying like, hey, Pompeo, you know, this was recently, last week I showed you that, when they told Pompeo like, hey, you don't get to go to Taiwan you could start World War Three, and it's like, uh, oh, that's man. I wonder if they're playing or not. He didn't call their bluff, so I assume that they're not messing around when it comes to stuff like that. They don't want the United States to recognize yeah. Taiwan as a as an actual country. So, so in regards, what to does their, that do? All all of what you said. What is well, I don't yeah. think it negates well, like, the fact let's of, say that of they, the initial they, point. They... The initial point that you were making was... That they don't want us in their shit. China's taken over our imperial, you know, worldwide economy. and Or they're trying to. They're making moves. Mm-hmm. What does that do to me? How does that affect me personally as an American? I think... Well... I think you already see the effects. Personally. Um, I mean, sure, you're not, that, you're not really uh, affected... You're not really affected by the, um, the policies and, and China's policies and the... The Wuhan region or the Shu region, wherever they got the the Uyghur Muslims, you know, you don't really have to worry about that. Uh, you don't really have to worry about their their social credit score that Google helped create for the Chinese government that they just have already. Um, you know, because because like I said, you're on the left. You don't really have to worry about uh, not being able to use like Amazon products and being able to order something or. Or you say something online and get your PayPal revoked, or you know. Oh, so so let's let's hold on. You, let's be let's be back. real real clear. Let's be real real clear, because prior to this parlor move, prior to all of this stuff, they they were silencing way more leftists than they were right. Way more leftists. They they kicked off. Um, what in 2018 they kicked off like 1500 lefties like the the number of people that have been cancelled by Twitter and Facebook um, way outnumbers the right so let's just let's just be clear about that 
uh, I don't have the statistics nor the uh, point as far as what that is. What the point that I was trying to make was the economic entanglements. Um, well, you said I didn't have to worry about it. I'm just saying that's incorrect. Well, I, I would ask what did each of these individuals do, right? And, and there's, a, oh, there's a long... Oh, now that matters, though. I think it always mattered. Now that matters? Uh, Why? Because if we're, there is if we're a all difference first... between legal speech and being censored. And if you have violated legal speech, saying like, hey, we need to go out there and, and punch these people. We need to go out there and beat these people up. Like, that's, that's illegal speech. You, get, you should get banned for that. And I guarantee you, that's probably what they were doing. You're 1,500 or so. I'd say about 1,000 of them probably said something along those lines. Right. Just to shout so you So you agree then with, so you agree then with Google and uh, Amazon and, uh, and uh, Apple. Like you're on their side for this stuff that's going on right now? What's what? No, what is the legally? What is what is the definition of legally protected speech versus illegal speech? It's the call to violence. So you're yeah. saying that the, they, so you're saying that the people on the parlor were not calling for violence. I don't know. I wasn't ever on it. Oh, uh, from what I understand, um, from people that were on it, is that there there were, like. Tons of things, tons of people calling for violence, um, and, and basically to uh, so they had their... and so they basically had their from what I understand, go ahead. Apple said, Apple said, Apple and Google, they said, you know, you need to fix your TOS, um, or we're gonna ban you. And Parler said, fuck you, right. And then so Apple and, and Google banned them from their platforms. And then Amazon turned around and took them off their servers, which to me is, it's a bit of a political ploy on Power's part, and here's why. You remember the Pirate Bay? Yeah, it still right? exists. The, 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 yeah, right. So they're the largest pirating uh, bootlegging thing in the world, right? Mm -hmm. They have illegal servers all over the world. They're in Russia, Syria, fucking Turkey. They've got server stations everywhere because they knew that what they were going to do was illegal, right? Parler fucking knew what they were doing. They knew what was going to happen. And they went on Amazon servers. I think mm. that was stupid. Mm. I'll give you that one. Mm. I disagree. So it just they... it just makes me feel like there was just going to be a political thing in the first place. Let's let's time out. Let's go back a little bit. Um, okay, sorry. I don't even remember where we started. Let's now. start off on the well. I, it doesn't matter. Um, what were the terms of service that needed to be changed? Do you do you remember? I think that, that again, I think it just had to do with like the violence stuff. So like, basically they, they had no 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 any no rules on their TOS about like hate speech, violent speech, blah, 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 blah. So that's uh, not exactly true. The problem was is that they didn't have a strict team of moderators. They didn't have um the, the employees that you would get at like the Google, Twitter, Apple, Amazon, whatever. Uh, what they did is they enlisted actually other users to kind of self-moderate, right? And there were people who were getting banned, getting removed, but it was a it was essentially like a jury that they had implemented to where like if you were a user and you were at whatever level and you signed up to do this, then you would be part of this thing. Like, you know, they'd see a post, it would get hidden, and then they would ban it or log it or whatever. And this is, again, from their own stuff and other things I've read and seen. Um, so it wasn't so much that 
they weren't removing stuff. In fact, the removal letter from Apple, uh, not Apple, from Amazon, says that I think the exact the wording was something along the lines of like the potential is there to not have you know protect you know be able to legally protect legal speech and then remove illegal content so it wasn't actually about the number of people that they banned or didn't ban it was just like hey we interpreted your terms of service this way and you know you can you can go that was what i saw and it actually had nothing okay. to do with what was removed what wasn't removed posts that were made or weren't made it was a decision made at the contractual level based upon how it was written not so much that anything was removed or not removed. So, going back to China, hmm. again, I think it's the difference between economic entanglements and the best example I can give you with that is the National Basketball Association. They want that sweet, sweet yen and, you know, censored all their players when the Hong Kong thing was going on. Yeah. So, but that's just capitalism. Is it? <laughs> I mean, isn't it? Isn't it? It has to do with money, right? It has to so. do with them making money. They're selling a product, right? Hey, In sure. order to sell that product, they've got to be nice to whoever they're selling their product to. Yeah. Capitalism. At its finest. Just saying. Well, I, I think... As, Just as, saying. As a person who never watches basketball, I feel like I have a right to be upset about this. <laughs> Foreign governments making decisions for, for the National Basketball Association. No, the Basketball Association is making a decision for the Basketball Association. They're just making it based off the desires of uh, the other government. But they're making those decisions based on the dollar that they get. It, it, it's ultimately the Basketball Association's decision. That's a free market decision. Because they don't have to take that money. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's true. And there, there are players that just go along with it. Coaches. They want that money too. They want that money too. That's that's a fair point. I'll give you that one. I like it, <laughs> but I can't say you're wrong in that regard. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of shit that a lot of people eat just to make sure that they get a paycheck. Yeah. You know, like. <laughs> That's true. That's Just true. saying. Yeah. That's true. So did you see? The, the, it, it, uh, one of the one of the funniest memes I think your friend Kendall posted it the other day was like, <laughs> "It's like free free freedom of speech does not mean freedom from consequences." For proof of this, ask <laughs> go to any retail store and find out why they don't tell you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> the sales associate, yeah, or whatever it was. I don't know. It was something like that. It was really funny. <laughs> That's why I was the, like, that the, is fact. The customer service reps don't just tell you to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every every person should work in retail. <laughs> Shouldn't make me laugh. Oh, do you want to talk about the argument I got in with that? With my friend's wife. Sure, sure. We got some time left. What you got? Where are we where are we capping it at? Uh, well, we're at fifty one recorded right now. Okay. So, <laughs> let's see if I can find it. Uh, no. Oh, don't tell me they deleted it. What? No. No, they didn't. Okay. So it was this video of this person, it was a black person, talking about white privilege. Uh, 
I don't know if I'll be able to find it. Let's. Anyway, so the person listed three things that were the reason why that white privilege didn't didn't exist. And so, like the first thing was that um, black people have HBCUs. Um, and so, which made me laugh, and white because white people don't have uh, any historically white colleges. <laughs> Um, so, and then the, the second point was, um, it'd be ET. If we had, if we had a white entertainment television, that would be racist. And so, you know, that's another reason that white privilege doesn't exist. Um, what was the other one? Oh, the second one was the NAACP, and because there, because it exists uh, National Advancement for the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, um, and so of course I went in because I couldn't even stop myself as so, um, you know. I, I, the historically black colleges and universities there are a hundred and seven. You know how many universities there are in the nation? Just off the top of your head. It's a guess, but I don't know, 3,500? So there are 5,300. Okay. There are 5,300 universities. Some of them are new, but most of them are... uh, I went university, so I'm guessing that's for you. Okay. So if there were... If there are more... There are way more junior colleges and... Gotcha. Yeah. So I, 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 when I did the Google search, <laughs> but, you know, you, you, you look back and you're like, okay, when did, let's just take the University of Texas. When did the University of Texas integrate? Um, and I'm pretty sure that was after the Civil Rights Act of, um, whatever you know what i'm saying 68 69 when they had to uh, you know when's the last time you drove okay so and did you know this is one thing that i also i found out when i when i went to do some research um that like all of the Ivy League schools, the universities themselves owned slaves. Yeah. No, I like that. they had. Man, I didn't know that. I was fucked up when I learned that one. Um, oh, you know. So my point is, the vast, vast, vast majority of all universities in uh, America are historic. Like, um. <laughs> And then, so BET. Um, so white people have every fucking thing else. So, I mean, let's look at Friends. Friends uh, was in New York City and had a total of one white, one non-white person on their show, ever. Yeah. One and Ross or David Schwimmer had to like beg them to do that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I found that out when I when I said in this in this debate online debate chat that uh you were just like looking for useless things that nobody knew or just to make your point well no like, I, I had said I had said that not one person and then somebody posted oh wait there Schwar- was one for Ross to date a woman of color on friends <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I was like oh okay um so anyway so I uh 
and then I, and then I closed with the NAACP because it's unnecessary because white people wrote all the laws. All the laws were written for the for the betterment of white people. Everything from the Bill of Rights, at least until the Thirteenth Amendment, Fourteenth Amendment. The Fourteenth is what you're thinking, I believe. Yeah. So um, unnecessary. I don't need it in in double A, WP. Like we 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 run shit. So um, anyway, so moving on. Of course, this lady tells me. <laughs> First, she says. She says you're from our hometown or my hometown. I don't know if you would count it as yours because you grew up a couple different places. Um, after I moved out, but our hometown, um, and not from the hood. And so therefore I can't speak on, uh, black lives matter because I'm white. I can't speak on white privilege because I'm white, because basically I'm walking contradiction, which is, I don't know. It's laughable because it's, you know. By by that logic, no. The only people that could speak out against slavery were the slaves, and they weren't allowed to speak out against. You couldn't be an abolitionist unless you were black. <laughs> well, I mean, the whole the whole video, these three points that they made initially are like the dumbest three points that I could ever like think of, and I, right. So it's like like even. <laughs> From my position, I'm sitting here and I'm like, I just, those are dumb, dumb things to say, you know? And that's, I guess that's a problem I have with a lot of uh, what I see online from like conservative output, uh, talking points and things like that. A lot of it's just dumb and it doesn't make logical sense. And if they stopped and thought about it for like a half a second, they wouldn't put it out there or it's rage bait, clickbaity. I'm not, I'm, you know, these people are getting theirs and I'm not getting mine or vice versa or whatever. And it just, I don't care right. about I, those, those stupid arguments. Like, I, I just, I couldn't let it go. I don't know why, but it was so dumb. But it's like, I, I guess I should probably consider whether or not I'm going to keep following all the people from our hometown. Um, because, you know, I just get irritated and they're all, Every one of these arguments that I that I just put myself in, um, I'm the only lefty, and okay, so I just get dog piled on. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's kind of how I felt in uh, I guess 2015, 2016. Kind of how I felt. <laughs> I was like, man, am I the only one here? What is this? <laughs> yes. Yes. Because well, it, was, you know, it was fine we, before we live I, here. Well, no, it was well. It was because of my friends in college. For uh, mostly predominated all of my like social media stuff, and so half of them were like theater kids from from the department, and so they're all like way out in left field for for you you know pass yourself or find yourself out there with those guys, and so yeah. If, and they were like, wait a minute, what is? Did he change his mind? He's you can't do that. <laughs> what are you saying now? <laughs> what is this? Get him, boys! <laughs> Get him, boys! <laughs> He's got a, got a conservative over here. Well, and, and like you said, it's the same way when you find yourself jumping into that that frame, that that realm, and the hometown that you uh, that we grew up in. And everybody over there thinks the same, so. But it's like, it's so crazy to me that, like, they, when everybody was jumping off of Facebook or saying they were going to jump off of Facebook and they jumped over into power. Uh, <laughs> they really got shut down, like, a week later. I was like, I was like, so y'all are just going to go to a, just an echo chamber? Like, you just, you don't want any kind of dissent from your viewpoints? I, like, I don't, I don't know, that to me seems weird like that's kind of the only reason i still get on facebook is to see all of these crazy fucking idiots 
like saying dumb shit and I roll my eyes and I enjoy like I enjoy the argument and I enjoy um, pointing out the dumb shit you said so um, you know take it for what it is but yeah, no, that's that's kind of exactly where I'm at right now. And, uh, <sighs> well, and you know, I, 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 I got deleted from half the people, so <laughs> I got I got unfriended or blocked. So it's uh, the people I can argue with nowadays are <laughs> it's a much smaller did we number. Did get unfriended by by our own system? Uh, yes, I did. It blocked actually, blocked, not just unfriended. <laughs> blocked <laughs> are you still blocked yeah oh yeah. yeah i don't think she's ever gonna undo that oh yeah. that's uh incredible yeah yeah i mean looking back i was a real asshole to her oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Have you said that to her? Yes. <laughs> oh, okay, that's something. It's something. Yeah, yeah. it's just, just like I think it was. It was definitely more of like the problem. I, I I guess it's no excuse, but it's kind of what happened, right? I had been in the weeds, and as you said, exactly in the same scenario where the the pylon is coming, and. Uh, I was definitely, you know, went from the, uh, well, the best offense is, uh, best defense is a good offense, so we're just going to jump down the throat of anyone who says anything. And, uh, might have come on a little strong, and, uh, and then, <laughs> well, you know her, you know me, and yeah. the idea that either one of us is going to back down from an argument, even if we ultimately decide we're wrong, is, uh, well, it's not going to happen. It's impossible, right? So um, the idea that we're wrong is, is obviously just something of a just can't happen in our own minds. So when you have two people of that uh, nature that then go too far, it like I said, I was a real asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, y'all may have taken it a little far. It's funny because I... I wasn't a part of any of that. I don't know what I was doing um, or where I was. Like, I just I just remember, like, like I never read any of those threads or anything. Was, I just remember that, like, somebody had told me that, that y'all were getting – I think it was dad. Or I don't remember. I don't remember how it went down. Uh, so I remember, I remember the story. But I – I just remember I wasn't a part of it, it at was, all. It was when this little kid, this autistic boy, was kidnapped and tortured by, like, four other kids' classmates of his. And they, like, were, like, carving on his scalp and, like, making him drink, like, toilet water. And, like, they, they kept him, you know, there and basically beat him up for, like... Uh, was six hours, nine hours. Oh yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember that story. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I, I basically, like, I got really upset about it, right? Because I was like, this, this looks like a hate crime. Like this, this seems pretty fucked up, right? Um, yeah. And and they were they were specifically calling out the little boy's race, and you know he was special needs. He had autism, and. I could I related on a personal level, and then I was told that I was wrong by April for relating on a personal level and how I felt. Um, and I didn't take it very well. I was mad. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it kind of went off the rails from there. So that's what happened. That's that's the impetus for that whole ordeal. It's, it's kind of. Silly. Yes. <laughs> On both of your parts. Yes. Honestly. Um, but you know. Yeah. No. And that's that's you know it's like I said that's 
not something I'm proud of or ever going to be, but it happened, and that's you know kind of where I'm at right now. Uh, <laughs> it's just <laughs> there's things going on inside me, behind me. Um, yeah. Well, by the uh, let's uh, let's call it here. I've got a baby that's awake. Um, let's uh, let's sign off for now. Um, I'm gonna let you do some editing out of some so terrible stuff or whatever. Get something put <laughs> up and uh, yeah, we'll go from there. Yeah. All right, bud. All right. Fun. We'll uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, we'll sign off here. Call it out. Thank you for watching this episode of Bro Partisan Hacks with Reese and Rob. We really, really appreciate you watching, tuning in. If you like this video, please hit the like button. Please subscribe to us. Uh, we're putting out content as often as we can. Share it with your friends. Get it out there. Get our, get our names out there. Also, hit that bell, tap that bell right there so that you can get updated when we put out a new video. Rob and I are trying to pump these videos out as often as we can. However, we both have day jobs and we have family, so our, our schedules uh, have to line up so that we can make a new video. Speaking of our, uh, our day jobs, our opinions and views expressed are our own and in no way represent those of our respective employers. Thank you. Thanks again for watching.